This is According to Jim with Jim Joyner and Steve Sell, McPherson's sports talk show. It's Taco Tuesday! Listen Monday through Friday from 1230 to 1 p.m. on 96.7 FM KBBE or online at com. Throws wide open receiver Tyreek Hill, and you're not going to catch him. Hill down the east sideline taunts Devontae Harris as he rolls into the end zone. Touchdown, Kansas City. According to Jim, is your home for the McPherson Bullpup. Miles spins, stays on his feet at the 45. He's got blockers in front of him. 30, 10, 5, touchdown! Everything happening in the sports world. Number 5, you better look at him a little closer. He's a football player. Got that wood right here. And even some things not happening in the sports world. Great insight today, Steve. <laughs> Man, you, you disappointed me. You disappointed the, well, the, I the got, listeners. Well, I got flustered. Now it's time for According to Jim. Here's Jim Joyner and Steve Sell. Let's do this thing. Another edition of According to Jim right here on 96.7 FM KBBE. Or for those of you listening online, worldwide at midkansasonline.com. I'm Jim Joyner. Joining me as always, the most popular man in the entire city of McPherson, and for this week, the most popular man in Canton and Galva, Mr. <laughs> Steve Sell. Steve, good afternoon. Good afternoon. What a bummer of a weekend. Yeah. Wasn't a fun weekend. No. It got off to us a bummer of a start. It really did. With a Friday night loss for the McPherson night football team, which kind of set the tone for my weekend of sadness and sorrow you never like to see a football season come to an end we've got some more football coming up for us this weekend though Kenton Galva St. Francis Saturday 11 a.m. Fisher Field Newton be there be square that should be a fun day and it'll be a fun way to cap off this football season but you walked away with a bad taste in your mouth on Friday didn't you yeah, you really did because this we is, were hoping we'd be getting ready to make a trip this to Topeka is, this is two years in a row now that the Bullpups, statistically, were the better team by far. I mean, almost 3-1 to one in this game. I mean, well, 2.5 to 1. I thought the defense played as good a defensive game as any team I have ever covered in my 41 years. Yeah. Four first downs they allowed, 40 yards rushing, and 31 of those came on two plays. So the other nine yards were on 25 rushes and remember who they were playing yeah they were not playing abilene yeah they were not playing el dorado they were playing andover central with three of the best offensive weapons in the entire state and held them to 83 yards right and andover central had pretty good field position the entire game right because their punter if you really want to start the game besides the andover central defense it was the punter because uh, I can't now. His name escapes me now. I mean, I knew it. Right. Jacob Horn. Jacob Horn. Jacob Horn. How many times did he flip field position? A ton. Yeah, he had some cannon shots, and he was a really good punter. Uh, kind of, you know, the Bullpups didn't have great field position. Goddard had, or Andover Central, excuse me. Andover Central had by you far. You were having flashbacks. I was. Of Goddard. I was. Andover Central had pretty good field position uh, throughout the game, but four first downs. I mean, that is just insane. And then you look at it, the Bullpups had the ball 76 plays. Man. 76 plays, they were kept out of the end zone. You know, you just figured by the law of averages, some play was going to pop and they're going to score. Well, it was the third straight year that, and I mentioned it a couple times on the broadcast, that McPherson had the ball 
down by a score with a chance to go tie or win the game with the football at the very end of their season. And honestly, you can't ask for much more than that. If it would have been three years in a row where their terrible defense, like the Chiefs, had to just hold on for dear life and say, please don't score, please just turn it over, it would be different. But the fact that this team has had the ball in its hands three times in a row, three years in a row with a trip to state on the line, it has to be a a little bit like amnesia. You try and forget about the last year. And for the third straight year, in my head I went, this is it. They've well, got it. They're driving right down first the field. And goal, first and goal from the two. I had no doubt this year, as strong a runner as Caleb Hoppus is down by the goal line, I thought he could get into the end zone, but he got stuffed. But then, of course, you had a five-yard penalty that was uh, pretty damaging there. That kind of changed things. You had to pass in. If it had been third and goal from the two, I think they score. I really yeah. do. I, I believe they slam it in. But uh, – you can't ask for any – this team played as hard as it could play. You can't ask for much more than your defense allowing just 83 yards. Yeah. And you get the ball with a chance to win it at the end. And you run 32 more plays. I mean, my gosh, you know, 32 more plays. And you have a guy who, you know, a, a receiver who Oklahoma won. Somebody's – who was – somebody's telling me that he was at the game or something. Is that right? Maybe. You're correct. Xavier Bell was at the OU game. OU won him. He had five catches for 33 yards, and 16 of those were on one catch. So his other four catches, he had 17 yards. Shamari Parnell, credible quarterback, he had like 20, 32 yards rushing, passing 40 yards. He's been averaging 200 yards. He's over 2,000 yards passing. He had 40 against the Bullpup secondary. He got crunched. I mean, I looked at Kendall Shaw's photos that, that we posted online. If you go to midkansasonline.com and go to our Sports gallery, you'll see some photos of Mason Thrash thrashing yeah. Shamari Parnell. I mean, he's crunching him. And Parnell knew he was in – Andover Central probably left the field going, man, how did we win that game? Yeah. We never had the ball. You know, we never – other than – we never threatened. You know, we never actually threatened. I don't – I need to go back in my play-by-play and see how deep Andover Central – well, they gave McPherson the ball back at the 25 at the end of the game. So that was about as close as they got. Yeah, yeah. The 25. Right. It but, was it was a, a tough way for this team to come to an end, and especially when you look at the guys that are, that are in this senior class and were a part of the team two years ago that lost to Andale in the state semis, played huge roles last year in the loss to Goddard in the semis, and then for them to end this way, I know that it was a tough weekend for them and thinking, oh, and no, go, here we go again. And to go 32-4. and four. With three career, of those four losses in the postseason. In the, well, three of the four losses in the semis, right. semifinals, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of schools that would like to be in the state semifinals three years in a row. Do you remember what we talked about on Friday? We talked about a lot of things on Friday. Well, I brought up the point. Just remember what this feels like. A state semifinal atmosphere, playing at home for a third year in a row in a state semifinal, a chance to get to a state championship game for the first time. There are hundreds and thousands of programs across this country that would kill for an opportunity like that just once. Right. Just once they would kill to have that opportunity. And we've had it here in McPherson three years in a row. And I know that this team really wanted to make it. And I know that this is as close as they've been and, and that they felt phenomenal and they got the defensive effort that they wanted. 
but I think there's still a lot of fun to take away from this team and a terrific season that they had. If it weren't for last year's season where they were 11-1, and same record, did the exact same thing, this is a record-breaking season. Yeah. But it's just a record-tying season for yeah. the most part. And, you know, it bothers me that some people were upset after the game and, and you know, were very emotional. Oh, my gosh. How, how could we lose that game? I think you got to take the positives. You got to accentuate yeah. the positives. Why? Why dwell on the negatives? It, that's over and done with. How many? Eleven and one. Wouldn't you be happy with an eleven and one season? Another league championship, though. I don't think league championships matter to a lot of people because they were people remember what you did in the postseason. They don't remember the league. You know, the league wasn't very good. Trust. You know, we know that. But focus on the positives, man. We had some great. We saw some incredible. Some of the best football players ever to come through this school. I mean, you put Cody Stuffelbeans way up there. Mason Thrash is way up there. You know, Caleb Hoppus, he had a great year. I mean, look at the all-league team. I mean, the <laughs> all-McPherson the, all the Division three football team was basically McPherson High's starting lineup with about three or four exceptions. I mean, that is domination. So this was a great football team. We should be proud of them. Enjoy what they did. They gave us a lot of thrills. And now we, you know, now we look to next year. And we don't want to, I, I don't, I want to phrase this correctly. And it's not that we were not looking forward to going to a state championship game. Of course you were. You get the chance to go to Topeka, play at the Hummer Sports Park, where so many state championship games have been played and won. So many terrific games and an opportunity to extend this season by another week, play there for the first time ever. But you also knew what was lurking on the other side. And I'm not saying that. McPherson could not have won. I'm not saying they couldn't have gone out there and, and hung in there and, and found a way to win a state championship. But at the same time, you know what's lurking on the other side of the bracket, too. Bishop Miege. Yes. Who has won five consecutive 4A or 4A Division One state championships. And I think everybody here wanted that challenge. They wanted to make that trip to Topeka. And you never know. It's football. They play the games for a reason. They don't they don't decide, okay, here's your crown, here's your trophy, you won. Right. You gotta go play. Yeah. But at the same time, you knew what was on the other end well, too. Well, Miege has some dudes. Let's face it. They have got some dudes. Well, they've got about eight Cody Stufflebeans on their line. Yeah, they've offensive got and defensive. I don't know how many guys they got going to play college football. It's a bunch. Uh the receiver, where's he going? He's got a Jackson, is that his name? Yeah, Darian Jackson. He's going to like some big time. School. I know he was offered by about every school in the country. They yeah. have a running back named Bryson Cobbins who has been offered by about every place in the country. Several terrific offensive linemen. It would have been one heck of a challenge. I, I know this staff wanted to have that challenge. They're probably the second best team in Kansas. Second or third. Right. I think Aquinas is right there with them. But as Aquinas well. got beat. And they lost. But I think Derby is very, Derby very is, good. Derby is in a class by themselves. And we wish Andover Central the best of luck. We'll be yeah. pulling for them. But I don't, if Andover Central plays them within 21, I'll be real surprised. Well, I threw out a stat last week. There was somebody that I, I, I've been throwing out this stat on social media for the last couple of weeks and the last couple of months where McPherson has won 40 games over the last four years and they're number four in the entire state, four, five, and six A. I don't go down to three, two, and one A. Right. But they are number four in those three classes over the last four years for wins, which is very, very impressive considering the ones in front of them are Derby, Bishop Miege, and St. Thomas Aquinas. And there was somebody that responded and said, oh, well, I don't really see a lot of Catholic or private school representation on there. I, I, everybody keeps talking about them. I only see two. I'm like, well, 
Those two are really, really good. (laughs) And remember, there is one private school in 4A. Right. Bishop Miege. Yep. There are four in 5A. You got Aquinas, St. James, Carroll, and... Capon. Capon. So there's five that could be on that list. Right. And like three of them are in the top ten. Yeah. And I know that St. James is lingering behind that. They beat Bishop Miege this year. Yeah. Capon had a really down year and actually just let its coach go. Yeah. But uh, the guy was like, oh, everybody keeps talking about the private schools. I'm like, well, the ones are pretty good. Yeah. And I threw out the stat that in the state championship game, since Bishop Miege has dropped down to 4A and 4A1, they have won by an average of 28 points per game. Right. The only time that anybody has played them within less than within 28, that was Topeka Hayden. Another private school in and 2014. Small, a small private school. And, and at that point, they were a little closer. Is Hayden, Hayden has gotten smaller. The, did Hayden make the finals? No, they lost to Perry LeCompton, who's going to play Ooh, Andale. The fighting cause. So I, the point that I was making with the person was, I, I get that there's only five that could be on this list, but they're really, really yeah, good right now. Yeah, they are really good. Yeah. And Bishop Carroll, even though they are down, would still beat a ton of teams. Yeah. Cape and Mount Carmel, they were very down this year. St. James is right there with all those programs. Yeah. My point there is that McPherson is in that rank right. of programs, which if you are a bullpup football fan and a longtime bullpup football fan, can you imagine 20 years ago saying, hey, guess what? McPherson is going to be right in the same conversation as Bishop Miege, Derby, St. Thomas Aquinas, Bishop Carroll, Goddard, that they're going to be in that conversation in 20 years. About I think people would have about, been shocked. About 20 or 25 years ago, I was trying to figure out ways to write about the latest McPherson loss, trying to spin it. So my point here is be excited for how fun this this yeah, season has been. and enjoy been. it. Enjoy it. Take pride in it because this doesn't happen all that often. Really fun year, and I wish that we could have been preparing for a game while eating some turkey, Steve, but it was another really fun year. Yeah, but we're going to make the little trip down to Newton, and I hope a bunch of I hope McPherson High bullpup fans go support the Eagles. I think they will. I think they will because you know a lot of McPherson fans say, "God, I wish we could see this Canton Gala team." Well, you got your here's chance. your chance. Here's your chance, and uh, go down. It's it, it's a 20 minute trip to Newton, 25 minutes at the most. Fisher Field, not one of the great stadiums in the you know in the area, but it's you know Bethel will be a lot nicer, but it's easier to convert Fisher Field to an eight man field. They've done it so. Anyway, go down and support the Eagles, and uh, I'll tell you, Canton Galvin's got a great shot. It'll be a lot of fun. We don't know a lot about St. Francis. Probably never will. Huge. They're big Big. boys. Yeah. They've got some big boys. I've already talked with Shelby. You know, I've conversed with Shelby Hoppus. He says they're a big bunch of boys. We'll keep working on on that this week. Steve, let's take our first break. When we come back, a little weekend recap, and then we can talk about what's coming up the rest of the week. You're listening to According to Jim, 96.7 FM, KBBE. You're listening to the According to Jim podcast with Jim Joyner and Steve Self. According to Jim is brought to you by Great Plains Federal Credit Union, Brown Shoe Fit in downtown McPherson, Next Tech Wireless, and Farmers State Bank with branch locations in McPherson, Lindsborg, and Galva. You can also listen live Monday through Friday from 1230 to 1 p.m. on 96.7 FM KBBE or online at midkansasonline.com. Back on this afternoon's According to Jim, 96.7 FM, KBBE, Steve, besides your Friday night. 
Did you enjoy the rest of your weekend? I did. I got to play golf yesterday. You did? I was on the winning team. Wow. Does that mean that you played really well? No, it means I had great team. Oh, Kelly Sorensen had bogeyed the first hole. Didn't have a bogey the rest of the day. Shot 68. He's a pretty good teammate. Kent Schmidt. Kent Schmidt is money. The guy, you know, the guy was just unbelievable. He was pouring birdies in from everywhere. Oh, yeah. Gordon Reimer played really well. I was just along for the ride. I think I made one birdie or something like that, but... We were a powerhouse. Good for you, Steve. I'm proud of you. Oh, yeah. I'm... Did you stay tuned with the NFL? I with did. college football? I did. And the Oakland Raiders did what the Oakland Raiders always do. Did you have any doubt that they were going to lose a bad game like that to the Jets? And not just lose, just get massacred. <laughs> they got massacred. <laughs> and, now, and now, look, when they come in the Raider week this week? It's Raider week. Well, the Chiefs can basically put the Raiders away this week. And they will. At Arrowhead. And if they if they don't, I will be shocked. Because the Chiefs are always pretty good out of a bye week. That would give the Chiefs a three-game lead with, what would it be, five to go or four to go? Four to go. Four to go. Four to go. Yeah, we're at the uh, three-quarter pole this week. So if the Chiefs are up three with four to go, I think everybody can exhale. Broncos, they didn't do any good. Chargers, of course, played on Thursday. So, you know, Phyllis. Phyllis is done. They're done. Toast. Yep, they're done. So right now, Baltimore. San Francisco are probably the teams to beat. I know New England's got a great record, but have you seen that New England offense lately? Eesh. They have been they have been bad. Their best quarterback is Julian Edelman. Yeah. Yeah, they have been really offensively the last 3 games. I don't know if you've got New England's schedule there. I don't. Okay, I just thought maybe you did, but New England's hardly scored any touchdowns the last 3 weeks. Right. And Baltimore killed them. Killed them. Baltimore's coming, man. They yeah. are coming. Baltimore, Frisco, starting to look like the Super Bowl matchup. My other big takeaway from the weekend, Steve, I think the door has been left open just a crack. For Alabama. For your OU Sooners. That's my direction of where I'm going with this. Okay. Not for Alabama. My point is, Oklahoma's 10-1. and Utah's still hanging around, but Oregon lost in the Pac-12. Right. So Oregon has been virtually eliminated and kicked down to the basement. Yep. But Oregon and Utah are likely going to play for the Pac-12 right. championship. So Utah could lose again. What Oklahoma Sooners fans need to have happen, LSU. Went out. Beat Georgia. Went out. Win the SEC championship game. Then you have a Georgia team with two losses. Then you either need Alabama to lose to Auburn in the Iron Bowl this week, which certainly could happen. Not gonna. Do you remember who Alabama's quarterback is? Doesn't matter. Uh, no, that wasn't the question. I don't know. It's Mac somebody. Jones. Exactly. Okay. So, let's say that Mac somebody, Mac Jones, and Alabama somehow get through, and Alabama's 11-1. and And Oklahoma wins this week, wins in the Big 12 championship game, they are 12-1. and and Alabama at that point would be eleven and one. Alabama's starting quarterback is out for the year, right. and they're playing Mac somebody. Yeah, Jalen Hurts is Oklahoma's starting quarterback, who, if it weren't for the unbelievable season by Joe Burrow at LSU, would be in that Heisman conversation. So, all I'm saying is Oklahoma's still in this thing because I do not think the committee would take Alabama over Oklahoma in that scenario. No, probably not. I don't think they would. Probably not. And and this is assuming Ohio State and, I really, and LSU and all went out. As far as I'm concerned, I hope Alabama doesn't make it. I'm, if there's Alabama, I don't think they deserve to this year. I don't year. think they do. And I think Tua being out, 
That's gonna that's gonna weigh heavily. They are not going to put Mac somebody. Well, tomorrow in night there. is gonna be tomorrow night. It comes out right. The not the final one. The next one, but the next one. It doesn't matter when they put them out. It just depends. Alabama and Oklahoma. We'll see where they are. It doesn't Tuesday. matter where they're at tomorrow. It I matters know, where they're at in a month. I know. I know. But I don't like that they let Alabama hang around. I just don't think they deserve it. Their defense hadn't been very good. I don't think they deserve it. Yeah. When you have a backup quarterback, and then you have Jalen Hurts on the other end for Oklahoma, I know my Sooners people are going to be really happy with me today. But that was my big takeaway from the weekend, okay. is that it's there. There's a chance for Oklahoma. And I saw people that were complaining that people want them to get in. I'm going, why would you not? You have a Heisman well, caliber quarterback. OU's got O-State, Bedlam Bowl. And then they're easy gonna, money. Then they're going to play Baylor again. So I assume they can win out. Yeah, now they got to do their work. They can't yeah. lose anywhere. Yeah, if they lose to Baylor, then they don't deserve to go. Then see you later. Yeah. All right, Steve. Those are my big takeaways. Right. Anything else from the weekend? Uh, KU actually had a chance, but their defense is just they're good they're, for them. Their defense is so bad. Good K- for them. And then K State, you know, looked okay. I mean, they were all right. I, I, was, I was looking for a more impressive win over Texas Tech. Okay. Let's take one more break, Steve. We'll give everybody our plan for the rest of the week. The plan. Big You're the man plan. with the plan, yeah. Yeah, Stan. Yeah. Man. Whatever. All right. <laughs> You're listening to According to Jim, 96.7 FM, KBBE. You're listening to the According to Jim podcast with Jim Joyner and Steve Self. According to Jim is brought to you by Great Plains Federal Credit Union, Brown Shoe Fit in downtown McPherson, Next Tech Wireless, and Farmers State Bank with branch locations in McPherson, Lindsborg, and Galva. You can also listen live Monday through Friday from 1230 to 1 p.m. on 96.7 FM KBBE or online at midkansasonline.com. Wrapping up today's According to Jim, 96.7 FM KBBE. Steve, you know what time it is? Game time. No, not not quite. <laughs> uh, more like the opposite of that, vacation time. Yeah, for you. Well, it could be for you as well. Well, but you're you're hasta la vista, baby. I need to go just dig myself into a hole in a dark place and just sit there for a few days and, <laughs> and not read anything. Just sort of sit there and and soak in the the non-working. This will be tomorrow. Will be first off day since August tenth. We have no off days. You and I do not have off days. We Until both, tomorrow and Wednesday and Thursday. We both work seven days a week. And August 10th. Yeah. It's been a long time. been a long time. That means I'm just going to go sit there, do nothing. Yep. Maybe been, eat some turkey. I have been in the office every day since August 10th. So my biggest question for you is, what's going to be on your Thanksgiving plate? Lasagna. Okay, well... That's not a normal dish for most people, so please explain. The Italian side of the family. Now, there was I, I was supposed to go to Lawrence, but after speaking with my sister and the fact they may Susie. that they may get four to six inches of snow, she's kind of discouraging me from coming. Cause she, I think that means she just doesn't want you there. Well, it probably does. She said, like, "God, I'm Steve, we don't probably, need you over here." It's probably baby Izzy. Izzy doesn't want to see me. Izzy. The dog, the new dog. Oh, it's, it's the replacement for One-Eyed Shug? Yeah, One-Eyed Shug. One-Eyed Shug and Zoe, are they're in dog heaven now. They, so. they, have the, they didn't make it through the, the last they holiday season. No, they didn't make it through the last holidays. And Izzy is the new flavor of the month now. Man. So, yeah. 
Another another golden retriever. Well, that's a great breed of dog. Yeah, but anyway, a champion breeding. But dog. see, I'm going there in December for like four days, so. And it sounds like they're just trying to kick you they out. They probably are. They probably are. So if you're at home, you'll just make a little Stouffer's lasagna. Actually, I got. I had somebody bring me some lasagna by. I put it in the free. In, it's in the freezer. Break it out on Thanksgiving. Man, what a what a great day! Hot rolls. Ooh. What else will you do? Just Olives. watch some football. Oh, I'll, I'll just veg out. Golf? Any golf? No, it's gonna be there's gonna be snow on the ground. Well, who knows? What if it's not? Well, we're supposed to get. I think here like one to three, but in Lawrence they're supposed to get up to six inches of snow. I might go watch the CBE tomorrow night, Steve. The college basketball experience Hall of Fame game. Where, who's that? I think playing? it's like Missouri, Butler, Stanford, and somebody. Okay. Maybe Oklahoma. Oklahoma's in it. You're going to the big KC. Yeah, I might have to slip away, so dig be- myself into a hole. We better tell the people our plan then. No show. Rest of the week. Easy enough. All right. And then we'll be back and broadcasting on Saturday from Newton. That's right. Easy enough. That's easy enough. I'll post something will online. Will you hold down the fort? I will try my best. I, well, Casey's the one that holds down the fort. She's the... She's the rock of this place. I thought you said you come in every day. I do, but she's a rock. You just don't do anything. You she, just she sit and in the Mitchell, back. She and Mitchell, they're the two rock stars. That's true. That's right. Mitchell's the man. Yep. So, Steve, enjoy your Thanksgiving. Well, enjoy your trip. Be safe, and I'll do what I can. There you go. Wrapping up today's show for Steve Sell, I'm Jim Joyner. Thanks for listening to According to Jim. We'll talk to you on Monday. According to Jim with Jim Joyner and Steve Sell was brought to you by Great Plains Federal Credit Union. Brown Shoe Fit in downtown McPherson, Next Tech Wireless, and Farmer's State Bank with branch locations in McPherson, Lindsborg, and Galva. Make sure to listen to According to Jim every weekday from 1230 to 1 p.m. right here on 96.7 FM KBBE. Well, I guess this is-